Welcome to Weekly Wisdom from Jubilee Circle. We teach the common wisdom of love and unity that is found in all mainstream religions, metaphysical teachings, mysticism, and inspired secular and religious writers and teachers throughout the ages. Our goal is to help you connect with your higher divine self and transform from the inside out so you can become a force for love and transformation in the world. Each week, we bring you wisdom from our founding spiritual director, Reverend Candace Shalhoub, and other guest speakers. We hope you enjoy this week's Words of Wisdom. Here's our readings for today. I love, first of all, I just want to say thank you to Jubilee Circle for the for the opportunity for growth that it has provided me with because every time I speak on a topic, I get lessons on it. So, you know, I really appreciate the opportunity for growth. So the first uh, reading comes from Lesson 50 in A Course in Miracles. I am sustained by the love of God. Here is the answer to every problem that will confront you today, tomorrow, and throughout time. In this world, you believe you are sustained by everything but God. Your faith is placed in the most trivial, insane symbols, pills, money, protective clothing, influence, prestige, being liked, knowing the right people, and an endless list of forms of nothingness that you endow with magical powers. All these are replacements for the love of God. All these things are cherished to ensure a body identification. They are songs of praise to the ego. Do not put your faith in the worthless. Let me say that again. Do not put your faith in the worthless. It will not sustain you. Only the love of God will protect you in all circumstances. And you can call it God, Spirit, Buddha, Allah. It, it doesn't matter what you call it. It does not have a like an ego or, you know, oh, well, you got to call me the right name so I can hear you. No. That's man's idea of God. Only the love of God will protect you in all circumstances. This is so powerful. And I, I have borne witness to this. It will lift you out of every trial. It will raise you high above all perceived dangers of this world into a climate of perfect peace and safety. It will transport you to a state of mind that nothing, nothing, no thing can threaten. Nothing can disturb where nothing can intrude upon the eternal calm of the Son of God. And there's only one begotten Son and we are all it. And from the great mystic Florence Shen and her complete works of Florence Shen, Yes, the Almighty shall be thy defense, shall, be, ha, shall have plenty of silver. You shall have plenty of silver. One of the greatest messages given to the race throughout the scriptures is that God is man's source and supply. That man can release through his spoken word all that belongs to him by divine right. He must, however have perfect faith in his spoken word. As a man thinks, so shall he be, is, is one of my favorite verses. 
And as Isaiah said, my word shall not return to me void, but shall be accomplished that whereunto it was sent. We know now that words and thoughts are a tremendous vibratory force, ever molding man's body and affairs. And for my new favorite author, he's from Japan, his name is Ken Honda. And it's from the, his book called Happy Money. Great read. If there are two kinds of money, then there are two kinds of ways to deal with money. We are in the flow of either happy money or unhappy money. And depending on which flow you choose, your life and the outcomes in your life will vary. Let me state this plainly, he says. It is not so much what you, how much you make or have that makes you have happy money or unhappy money. It is the energy with which your money is given and received that determines your flow. Whether you make a lot of money or very little, your money can either be, can be in either flow. Ultimately, it is your choice. If you want to be in the flow of happy money, you can. You can choose to be grateful when you receive money. You can give generously and with joy and with enthusiasm. However, based on my experience of working with thousands of individuals in seminars and workshops who have come to me seeking advice about money, I realize that it's easier said than done. Most people aren't mindful of their relationship to the flow of money. In fact, I would venture to say that most people, whether they realize it or not, are already deeply committed, have already had, already in a deeply committed, unhappy relationship with money. And where there is unhappy money, there are unhappy people. The two go hand in hand. These are wise and holy words. Thanks be to the holy. All creation is holy word. All creation speaks volumes. All creation speaks volumes. Well, I am excited about this next song because it is a Varn Walden creation. Jen, Jen Walden. She is. She's very shy, and it's been diff it's been challenging to get her to play guitar for me. So one day she. Uh, she sent me a picture of her fingers saying that she had been playing and it was my fault. And I said, well, what chords are you playing? And so she sent me the chords. And so, because I'd already had All Right Already in my mind. And so this, this song was birthed from that. And then she, she and I kind of tweaked out the verses. So it essentially says, you know, we, we are children of the infinite, of spirit. Therefore, as our, we are one with spirit, we are one with everything that spirit has. We, we, are, we are showered in the grace of God. Everything is all right already. It's just a matter of us affirming that and realizing that and allowing that. But so many times we want to do it by ourselves. I don't know about you, but my best thinking has got me in trouble. <laughs> and made me spend way too much money on things I really didn't need. So, but this song's called uh, It's All Right Already.
excited about today's topic. And so I'm just going to pray us in, evoking the spirit of living God within each of us. And then we're going to move forward to a process that has not only changed my life, but changed the lives of people all over the world. And so I'm excited that we get to experience that together today. So let's just take a deep breath in. Releasing, releasing any shadow of the past that we see on each other. Releasing any shadow of the past that we, we see in ourselves in this moment, in this space, in this place. And bringing ourselves right now, right here. Where the power of God, time, intersects with earthly time. And so it's from this space I express gratitude simply for waking up today. Simply for the joy of co-creating with this, this powerful, talented, creative band. With the sound and tech folks that are doing, sharing their gifts and talents. For Julie sharing her gifts and talents and skills. Grateful just to be here for each of you. For each of you in uh, YouTube land. It's all God. It's all good. Recognizing God everywhere. That God is source and supply. That God is infinite possibilities. That God is grace always. Giving of itself always and in always. That everything is all right already. And I am one with this power, this presence. It is my life. It lives, moves, and has its beingness in, through, and as me. And as this is true for me, it's true for the band. It's true for the sound folks. It's true for the tech folks. It's true for each and every congregant that is here. Each and every person in, in YouTube land. Each and every person that will, will hear the playback. Knowing that it is a, a holy encounter. A divine assignment as the Course would say. And so it's from this place of oneness that I surrender myself as an open channel for the infinite. It is God that does the work in, through, and as the each of us. And so as we get our bloated nothingness out of the way, God has its sway. And so I surrender to that today. And I give thanks that we hear the voice of God above all else, guiding us where to go, what to do, and what to say to whom. And for this and so much more, I give thanks and simply say, Amen. So believe it or not, I asked Spirit this morning what it wanted me to wear. And when it said this suit, I said, well, Are you sure? Because it's hot today. <laughs> and so it said, Yes, wear your favorite power suit. And so, one, I was grateful that these pants fit. So thank you, thank you, creator, that, that, that my pants fit. Because I haven't worn this thing in like five years, but this is my favorite power suit. And I always wear red when, when I'm in a, in a meeting where I need to remember my oneness with God because red is the color of spirit, you know, that fire of spirit. And I learned that taking, uh, helping take Jen's daughter back to, uh, to college this week. That, that, is their, that is their motto, their logo, their mascot is fire. And so it helped me to remember 
that spirit is my source and my supply and that I live, move and have my beingness in God, that I walk in peace, poise and power because I walk in the spirit of the living God. That God is our source and our supply. And it's just a matter of us stepping into our knowing of this. And sometimes we have to, we have to fake it until we make it. You know, that's why affirmation and words are so powerful because words carry an energetic frequency. And the universe, God, the subconscious mind that we, we create from, that science is now telling us is a source of that, they don't know if you're telling the truth or not, if it's really in your experience. It feels it, and it creates this magnetic field that draws it into our experience. And so today's topic is about rethinking our energetic relationship to money. Because, you know, a lot of times when we think about prosperity and these things, nobody wants to say the word money. They want to say prosperity. They want to say abundance. But we know that money is how that prosperity flows, right? But we don't see it. I can't remember the last time I saw a check. <laughs> it's all direct deposited electronically into our account. When people pay for counseling services, it's sent to me through PayPal or through uh, Zelle. I don't see the cash money. The only time I see cash money is when I have to get cash back so I can pay uh, the boy that cuts my yard. It's, it is an energy, a frequency. So we need to look at our relationship to that. And that's what I love about Ken Honda. He's this funny Japanese man, wealthy, happy. He had a lady at one of his workshops ask to see his wallet one time. And so she looked through his wallet. I was looking at his cards and looking at his cash. And she was feeling the energy of his wallet. And she said, you have happy money. And gave him his wallet back. So he wanted to have a conversation uh, with this lady. And so when he talks about happy money, it's the same thing as the Course of Miracles. That our money comes to us and leaves us through love or fear. Think about that. Because we have been raised in a scarcity, lack mentality. I remember my mama telling me money don't grow on trees. And asking me if I was dating a light man because I kept running the lights all the time. <laughs> you know, that was her, that scarcity mentality that I was, was brought up in. But what if we could shift that from fear to love? And this is how we're going to, we can do this. We have an opportunity here to, to shift. And I will tell you a powerful story that Beth Berry changed my life just a few years ago with something she told me that really did, now that I realize it, shifted my energetic response to my work and to the money that came as a result of that work. So happy money. How do we get happy money? Happy money is when we are doing work 
that brings us joy. Work that we get to use all of our gifts and talents and skills. Like Julie uses her gifts and talents of skill of art in many formats. We use all of our gifts in service. That because, not because we have to, but because it brings us joy. And because we're in joy, it adds energetically, it lifts the joy of those we serve and also the joy around the planet. Because when we rise, we don't rise by ourselves. So, as, so the, the opportunity is to ask ourselves, am I using all of my gifts and talents and skills in service? Am I enthusiastic about my work? Am I in my passion, my purpose? Because if I'm in my passion and I'm in my purpose, I am enthusiastic. I don't even think about what I get paid. When I was a principal, I loved being a principal. I didn't think about the money that I was getting being a principal, being a building supervisor, because it made me joy. And you know you're in your purpose when you start your day with a cup of coffee and the next thing you know it's dark. <laughs> because you're in your joy. And so we have that opportunity. And even if you're not happy in your work, because at the latter part of my career I was not. Because I was at the district office, I had been with children my whole, most of my life. That was where my joy was. I was missing my hug quota. Every day I got hugs from the beginning of the day to the end. They weren't like that at, at the district office. They were not hugging people. <laughs> you know. But I used to say I was pushing paper. And Beth Berry said to me, Deb, the invitation is to stop saying you're pushing paper because you're doing so much more there. And A Course in Love, I thought it gave me more working papers because it says if you are, are in absolute, if what you're doing is giving you absolutely zero joy, then you are called to leave. And so I really had to think about because zero is a powerful number. So I had to reflect on my day. Is, is my day really zero joy here? Is that my walking papers? And so I've shifted and began to look what brought me joy serving in the district office. It brought me joy to help my fellow uh, principals who had been frustrated because they couldn't get people in their building that they wanted to get in their building. And I became the middle person that helped to facilitate that. That made me happy. I found myself waiting for a signature and was able to, to speak with someone who was having a multiple myeloma experience. If I had been a minute earlier or a minute late, I would not have been able to minister to that person. So I began to look for that. And it brought me joy. It brought me into a happy space because they were, they were paying me the same amount of money, which is pretty cl as close to six figures as you can get, to certify people uh, recertified teachers and so that was unhappy money in that space but as I shifted my energy around it I became at peace yeah this is a valuable thing I'm at and not everybody could do this so I shifted my energy and realized that I was there on purpose for a mighty purpose but you can't leave until it's okay to stay So I remained there, visioned, and then Spirit said, 
Okay. And so you might think it's a little scary to walk away from six figures because when you go into retirement, they drop it in half, right? Well, they take half your money anyway. Taxes. And also what you have to pay for retirement and stuff. So when I retired and I actually saw the figures that I was getting, it is very close to what I was getting as a principal without the uh, drama on a daily basis. So, but I had to let go of that fear around not having that and trust that it would be all right, that it's all right already. And so I moved into retirement. And we think about energy of retirement. I worked for 30 years. 30 and a half years of my energy was exchanged for my retirement. So it's all an energy. And when we can shift our consciousness around it, it becomes happy money. Unhappy money is money where we're doing work that we hate or we're taking money from a source that is not in alignment with the truth of ourselves. Taking money from negative people or doing, doing something that you really, allowing energy into my space because I think I have to do that. That is unhappy money. So the invitation is, and I heard Oprah say this, be mindful of the, of the energy you bring and the energy you allow. And what I've been taught by one of my teachers, Tyler, is to, Tyler Deal, is to feel in my body. And if I ask the question, is this an unhappy money source? If I feel a tightness in my body that is, is not something I should be doing or receiving, then I'm going to back up and take a breath. If this is energy that, that should be in my space and should be in my purse, I'm going to have peace about it. So that is the energetic difference between happy and unhappy money. Because you know a lot of people are miserable in their job and they got a lot of money in the bank account. But they're unhappy people. So just a tool for you to look at uh, in your money. And this is such a great book. It's called Happy Money by uh, Ken Honda. He's awesome author, great speaker. They have a website that you can access uh, there as well. The other thing that can raise our vibration, and Reverend Michael teaches this, is gratitude. Be grateful for what you have. I mean, I get in the shower and I'm grateful that I can take a shower. I'm grateful for my home. I'm grateful for my neighbors. I'm grateful for the, for the teachers that Spirit has put on my path. I'm grateful that I'm alive. You don't have to have a terminal illness to be grateful for the moment that you are in. To remind you to be here now. I'm grateful for my mother and my father. I am grateful for the big blue dog, which is my truck. Because it got us to and from Florida with ease and grace. And I take care of it. You know, people see my vehicle and they think, that truck is not 10 years old. I said, I take care of it. 
I wash it. I make sure it's, the oil is changed. You, we take care of the things that we have been given. You don't have to spend a lot of money to do that. On my deck, if there's some space that, that needs to be touched up, it's easy to get a, get a little bit of paint that I have spared on my deck to, uh, to clean and, and paint it to make it look nice. Take care of what we have. One of the things I learned from Dorothy Ham many years ago, she was a principal of Weber Elementary School. When she first got there, she was probably in the oldest building in the district. And they used to call it the Country Club School because it was way out in East Dover. And it, and it was old. And she said, just because you have an old school doesn't mean you have to have a dirty school. And so she made sure every nook and cranny in that building was shining, spit shining. You could see your face on that floor. The custodians took pride in their work. They were making happy money because they were in their gifting. It brought them joy to do their job. And you know what? You can tell a big difference between happy teachers and unhappy teachers. Teachers that are in their purpose and teachers that are getting a check. And I don't know why in the world you would do that yourself for a check that we get. Happy, unhappy, it transforms. Kids feel it. People feel the energy you bring. So grateful for everything. I'm grateful for new guitar strings. I'm grateful my pants fit. Oh yeah. Thank you. It would not be good. So be grateful. Take care of what we have. You don't have to have a lot of money to be able to take care of what you have. And you know, so many people, when they're down to their last dime, magic occurs and somewhere, somehow, a way is found because they're grateful. The other thing to, to be grateful for is our challenges. Challenges, I heard them say, uh, to Reverend Michael say, that challenges are just blessings and work clothes. Because regardless of the challenge, something wonderful is seeking to happen in, through, and as that experience. That while the numbers in your checkbook might not look right, and you may end up with a hospital bill here, a hospital bill there, something wonderful is seeking to happen in, through, and as that experience. And it's a matter of trust and allowing spirit to do its thing. Now, we, I was reminded that we have a wisdom card. That there's a wisdom scripture in the Bible. So we have to use wisdom when we're making our decisions. A lot of times we have that, what is it, F-M-O, right? Fear of missing out. FOMO. We want to get what everybody else has got because we're afraid if we don't get it, we're not going to get it. And it already be got. We've got to let go of that. You know, I can't tell you how many things I've been tempted to buy off of TikTok. So we have to ask, is that for me? Or is that something I can wait on? Sometimes I got to walk away from the TikTok because those infomercials, whoo, they have you buying all kinds of stuff. So just release that fear, that fear of, of missing out. And embrace the challenges. And then the third step is just be grateful to be grateful. Grateful for nothing at all. I, just be grateful. So I, what I want to share with you now, and uh, Julie, did you, you want to pat, did everybody get them? Great. This is a powerful tool, and it is from one of my favorite teachers, Reverend Cheryl Ward.
You know, we talked about it at the beginning of the beginning of scripture that, or the beginning reading from Shen, that words have a vibratory field. And that all, and all thought creates form on some level. We know this uh, from many different teachings, including A Course in Miracles. But Reverend Cheryl was developing a curriculum uh, called Plenty to Share, Plenty to Spare. Plenty to Spare, Plenty to Share. And she asked Spirit for a tool and a spiritual practice that would keep her students in line and connect to the infinite divine mind. She asked for guidance. And what came through was this oath of manifestation. A way to align with the one mind and not abandon God. A lot of times we try to do it on our own. Like, you know, I kept thinking, I'm in, uh, telling, uh, you know, Maya Angelou said, beware when a naked man offers you a shirt. <laughs> so I am not a naked woman. However, I have an opportunity to grow and expand and open myself up to more abundance. I had put God in a box saying, my Retirement was my source and supply, or disability would be my source and supply, or if I go back to the work for the district, it's my source and supply. I almost put God in a box limiting, and so the funny thing is, is the disability and doing uh, short work for, for District 1 was the same amount of money. So I had put God in a, in, in a box. And so when I got reminded by spirit of the oath of manifestation, I said, ah, now I can open up and allow God's idea for my life. And so they offered this powerful tool to the entire congregation. And some of the folks in the congregation began pairing up with partners. And what they did was they met every day, either on the phone or Zoom, and they read and studied the Oath of Manifestation. And some amazing and miraculous manifestations have taken place. And this tool has been shared all over the world on seven continents um, and several different languages it's been translated into. We, I even have one of my practmates whose uh, mother-in-law was trying to sell their home in Australia and tried for tried years and years, and then they began doing the oath of manifestation, and then all of a sudden, this came forth. And as Reverend Cheryl says, we have no way of figuring out how the manifestations of God's love, kindness, and generosity and opportunities will come to us when we allow it. You know, it's like the rain falls on the just and the unjust. And grace is, grace is always coming to us. But if we are stuck in our figure it out, I got to figure out how to make this happen. Then we're putting limits on God. I know that God's ways, as Reverend Cheryl says, outnumber the stars and sky. I only got a couple, that, or three. Retirement, disability, working for the districts, going back to what I knew as a strength. But God's ways outnumber the stars and the sky. So what I would like to do right now is if you guys would pair off with a partner. Uh, do you want to go over there with um, Jen? You can go with Jen. You. Go with Jen. Amy, go with Jen. And then there's there. 
whoever you want to. There you go. Pair up. So get your oath of manifestation. And the invitation is, is, to, is, is to pick somebody in your experience that you can do this with on a regular basis. And so as I am reading it, uh, one of you choose to read it and say it to the other person. Remember, feeling is the secret. That's what uh, Ever Godly said. Godly said, feeling is the secret. So you, you want to begin to learn it and say it with conviction because the, that's the vibratory field of authority. All right, so lean into each other. You ready? Oath of manifestation from Reverend Dr. Cheryl Ward. I accept and receive I'm going, unexpected good, unexpected money, unexpected love, unexpected kindness, unexpected generosity, unexpected offers, unexpected prosperity coming in unexpected ways from unexpected places in my life and the life of others. There you go. That's conviction. I am constantly guided and boldly empowered to receive lavish abundance of the universe. I accept the principle that abundance and prosperity have already been given to me. I accept my acceptance makes it real and opens a space for manifestation to rush in. I open wide the doors of my consciousness to receive and to give. It is done now. Through this oath of manifestation, all things are possible. I declare absolutely that I live in a friendly universe that is always providing for me. I feel it powerfully happening now. I open to receive more abundance and to give more abundance than I have ever experienced before. I can afford anything I desire. In fact, I am so prosperous I never need worry again. I am grateful for all that I already have. I am grateful for all that I am ready to give. I keep myself lifted in high consciousness. No matter what the appearances are, God is all there is. Let the God times roll, and so it is. Amen. Now switch up, and you, the other person says it. Y'all were reading it together? Yeah. Okay, well, that works. But, but as you pair off with a partner, when, on your own, this is the invitation, and I'm telling you, you've seen some miraculous things. You know, words create form. So that's the invitation to practice it with a partner because remember, Scripture says where two or three are gathered, their spirit is in the midst. There's power in numbers. So find someone that you feel comfortable with. And then I'm just going to read, and also the nuggets of manifestation have become a part of, when I'm affirming prosperity with someone in prayer, I pull from this, this sheet, the affirmations, the truth from this uh, nuggets of manifestation which came from a class that uh, Reverend Cheryl was, was teaching. Nugget one, I live an arranged life. Arrangements have been made for the perfect outcome of everything I desire. My new job, my new home, my new project, harmonious relationships, peace, love, and generosity. 
I am grateful to have my life arranged by the living God and I accept all arrangements as I know I cannot outarrange God. Thank God for everything and in, I would add, in everything. Nugget two, I have a silent partner. Remember, spirit is closer than our breath, nearer than our hands and feet. A silent partner whose job it is to determine how things will come into manifestation. I give thanks for my silent partner who goes in places I cannot humanly go, arranges and rearranges all activities of my lived life, my joy, my my unexpected goodness. I thank God for every good thing in my life. I am living in a sea of infinite possibilities, of prosperity and abundance. All around me is evidence of the gracious, of God's gracious lavishness. I live in the, the ambience of God's radiant, uh, radiant light, the opulence of spirit I, I make welcome in my daily life. With patience and guidance, I bask in the fragrance of affluence. I celebrate the gifts of spirit. No matter what, come what may, I do not, I will not let any circumstance, disappointment, or what people say or think of me, I could, that's not my business, knock me off a course to receive lavish abundance and bountiful prosperity. I keep my promise to God. God's promises to me, promise to me is never unbroken, never unspoken. Much more than a mere token, it is everlastingly certain. I love my silent partner. Today, all day, I send love to God in recognition and deep appreciation for this wonderful, prosperous life that I live. I remain in the allowing room of God's consciousness, of God consciousness. Oath. I open to receive unexpected good because I sincerely believe in unexpected good. Nothing can deter me. Doubt cannot blur me. Delay cannot defer me. Fear cannot keep me from the good that is already here, already on its way. I give thanks for what is already in my allowing room in my God consciousness. And we create that God consciousness every time we meditate, every time we pray, every time we gather uh, in community, every time we are in service. We are in the allowing room. And it's, sometimes it's hard to trust with this carnal mind. But I, the invitation is lean into everything's all right already. That everything is for me and nothing is against, is against me. And as these, these words, this oath becomes a part of our standard operating system. That it's no longer words on a page, but we get to see the experience. Because, you know, belief is a placeholder for knowing. And knowing comes from direct experience. So, if you so choose to, to use this tool, if you dare... 
Be prepared for unexpected blessing, unexpected good. Be grateful for everything. Be grateful in everything. And you, we get to create the choice. We get to choose whether we're going to accept happy money in our life, money that comes from joy, from being in service. And we can choose to say no that is not in alignment with the truth of our being. That that person is not my source and supply. I can bless and release them to be wherever they need to be. And I don't need, they are not my source and supply. And step into the allowing room. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and everything is added unto us. And I promise you, if we do that, even when, regardless of appearances, especially, because when we get in those challenges, that's just a sign. That's a sign that something's getting ready to happen, and it's magnificent. And I remember Pastor Wade from, from St. John's Baptist Church saying, hold on, help is on the way. What is mine cannot be taken from me. What is yours cannot be taken from you. And that's something we can all say, oh yeah, about. Thank you for joining us for Weekly Wisdom from Jubilee Circle. If you enjoyed the program, we hope that you'll support us by leaving a good review of this podcast wherever you download your shows. We also hope you'll support us in other ways, either by becoming a subscriber to our YouTube channel and our weekly newsletter, or by supporting us financially. You can find out how to do all of that by visiting our website at jubileecircle.com. Many thanks to Audio Coffee from Pixabay for supplying our podcast music. Join us again next week, and until then, take the words of Meister Eckhart with you. If the only prayer you ever say is thank you, that will be enough. We thank you for your time and wish you the kind of week that will leave you saying, oh yeah.